Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Sales Navigator Insights. Today, I'm excited to have a special guest with us. We have Paul Lewis, Head of Digital, Social Media Marketing, and Sales Enablement with Pitney Bowes in London, England. Paul, welcome to Sales Navigator Insights. It is so great to have you with us. Thanks, Dan. Pleasure being here. Thanks for the invite. Yep, that is my pleasure. So as always, we talk about uh, things related to Sales Nav, how people are using it, what they like about it, what they might like to see improved in the future. Uh, Although Sales Navigator has come out with some, some awesome improvements, particularly around the area of AI, and they're continuing to come out. But as a starting point, uh, Paul, could you tell us just a little bit about what you're doing now and your background and get us started like that, if you would? Sure, sure. Uh, So, wow, I'm a uh, sort of a a 30-year sales and marketing veteran, I guess you could say. Um, So I've worked for uh, a number of, uh, of large enterprise organizations within let's call it the uh, the technology sector. Um, I'm uh, currently at uh, uh, Pitney Bowes, where I oversee uh, digital sales and social selling. Um, and uh, in fact, I think today is my 11th anniversary at Pitney Bowes. Oh, uh, wow. So, uh, well, so congratulations. Quite a, quite a significant day, actually. Yes, indeed. Pitney Bowes. I mean, Pitney Bowes, I don't know how long the company has been around, but I know it's a long time. I remember decades ago when I thought of Pitney Bowes, I thought of these machines that I think people may have weighed packages that they were going to be sending out and then printed out the the postage. Is that more or less right? Yeah, you're, you're, you're correct. We are synonymous with the postage meter. Um and uh, the company is what now 105 years old, I think it might is be. It really? um, okay. So uh, and and obviously we've uh, evolved and oh. diversified, uh, especially in recent years. So uh, there's uh, there's a lot more to us now than uh, than just your yes. uh, your postage meter. But uh, exciting times lay ahead. Yes. Yes. All right. Good and. At what point did you start using Sales Navigator? That would probably be, I would say, around 20, 2013, 2014. Um, so I'm, 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 you know, pretty much uh, a very, very early adopter. Um, and uh, yes. and this, this, this was really kind of that moment when I launched what's known internally as, uh, as our social selling program. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Extremely early adopter suits. You've seen the platform go through a number of iterations, I'm sure. Very, very much so. If I, if I kind of think back to how, you know, what, what Sales Navigator was like back then and comparing mm. it to, uh, you know, to today, I mean, it's, it's really changed um, in, uh, you know, a huge way. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been great to, you know, sort of be part of that journey anyway to, uh, to see the product's evolution. I can imagine. I can imagine. And were you, this is your 11th, I'm trying to do the math. It sounds like you started on Sales Navigator before you started with Pitney Bowes. Um, I, I kind of played around with, with it. Um, but, but yeah, only in a, only in a small way. Um, gotcha. and then gotcha. when I sort of first joined Pitney Bowes, um, we were looking at ways of working with sales, helping them to, you know, build a sales pipeline. Um, and we started, you know, kind of using social media. Uh, specifically mm. LinkedIn, but mm. really that was predominantly, I would say, geared around using standard, regular LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Um, and that's when we started to look further into Sales Navigator. Um, and obviously when we found out exactly what Sales Navigator would be able to do for, uh, you know, the sales organization, you know, that, that was kind of like when the light bulbs went off and, um, wow. you know, we realized this, this, this is really what we're looking for. Great. So you had already started looking into the world of social selling. I think the name may have come out probably around then, if not a little bit before. So you were already in that direction. You'd already explored using LinkedIn as a sales tool, if I heard you correctly. Correct. And then when they announced Sales Navigator, it's just like, oh, well, this is even better. And let's start working with this. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, I can imagine it was a it was a totally different platform. So you just answered my next question, which which was why the company started to use it initially, is that it was an extension of what you were already doing with LinkedIn, but exclusively focused on sales. Is that more or less? Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Like I say, we were up until that point, you know, using regular LinkedIn. Um, we then started to look into Sales Navigator more, um, realized the benefits, the features, the potential that it could offer, um, uh, you know, our, our, our sales organization. And, okay. and really from there, um, that was that kind of catalyst moment for us to launch the social selling program of which then I seeked out an executive sponsor internally um, oh. because obviously we needed budget to be able to buy in some licenses. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it really was a case then of selecting the right salespeople, assigning those licenses, training them up, um, and monitoring, uh, you know, how they were using it and, you know, if they were seeing results. Um, and obviously then, that would 
be able to, let's say, pave the way for uh, additional investment for us to build and scale that program. And um, that's really what I've done um, over the past sort of 10, nine, 10 years. Wow. Okay. Well, Paul, if it's okay, I know I kind of gave you a heads up as far as some of the things we'd be talking about, but um, based on what you just described, I want to dig a little bit deeper into what you just talked about in terms of how you sure. got started, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so were you on the sales side or on the social media side? When Because it sounds like you were kind of the catalyst or at least a big part of it to get it going when you mentioned looking for an executive sponsor and then selecting the salespeople who would, who would actually start using it. Whereas these days with a lot of companies, they have a certain number of sales nav licenses. When people onboard, you know, they automatically get a license. Uh, is, it, is it fair to say that you were kind of part of the, the impetus at your company to, to look into sales nav? Yeah, I, 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 I guess you could say that, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a marketer by background. When I joined okay. Pitney Bowes, I was overseeing campaign and content marketing, um, oh. but I was dabbling in uh, using social media uh, and, and uh, kind of became known and, 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 and still am today, actually, as, uh, as the LinkedIn guy. <laughs> um, within Pitney Bowes. So, you know, anytime anyone's got a question about LinkedIn, they, uh, they approach me. Um, and then it, I sort of progressed then to move into a more uh, social media focused role. Um, mm. And um, gotcha. that, uh, you know, was, 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 was something that I was interested in, but I also wanted to retain, um, you know, somebody other sort of content and campaign marketing uh, yeah. activities that I was undertaking to support the sales organization. So it, 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 it kind of wow. all sort of just gelled together. Yes. Yes. Okay. And since you were on the marketing slash social media side, did you have a counterpart in sales who was kind of the, the internal champion and said, yeah, I want some of my sales team to get on board with this? So like I say, um, I approached uh, a senior exec at the time um, who really I sold the idea into. Um, and thankfully, you know, he was open-minded. Um, he was techni technologically savvy. Um, so, you know, he was all for embracing technology and enabling uh, our, 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 our sales team. And right. he, you know, very kindly um, sort of backed me to say, look, let's give this a go. Let's dip our toe in the water, so to speak. Let's see where this takes us. And obviously, if it's seen to be generating leads, generating sales opportunities, and ultimately, you know, if we can attribute the sales efforts of using sales navigator okay. to helping to win and close business, um, you know, then that's going to be kind of the icing mm. on the cake, so to speak. Um, and, and, and um, that's, that's really the way that, uh, that things went, I guess, 
thinking back now, it was probably about 10 months in, uh, nine or 10 months mm -hmm. in. Um, and uh, we then recorded our first win. Uh, which could be attributed mm -hmm. back to uh, to using Sales Navigator. And, uh, you know, really from there, once we started to communicate that initial win across the business and we started to reveal to other sales teams what it was that we what were doing, was. you know, everybody kind of wanted a piece of the action. Um, and mm -hmm. that obviously just garnered further interest. And uh, and really the program has just grown and scaled from, uh, from there. From there. Good deal. Well, I, I appreciate your sharing that. I know it was impromptu, but a couple things for all of our listeners. And Paul, correct me if I'm wrong in your case, but in my case, we're not getting compensated by Sales Navigator. We're not here to sell Sales Navigator licenses. Okay, that, that, that's the Sales Nav sales team. But I wanted to take some time to talk about this because other organizations may be potentially looking at this tool and trying to figure out, okay, what's, what's a good way to pilot it, see if this tool really works before we make a significant investment in licenses. And that's why I was curious about your experience. One thing that does come up a lot, and you, you had some experience with this, how did you track the return on investment, so to speak, or as you mentioned, 10 months in, it sounded like you were able to attribute a specific deal to sales nav. How did you keep track of what came from sales nav? So this was at a time stand when sales navigator uh, didn't integrate with any of the CRM. The, the, the CRM systems. Right. So um, how we were doing it was we had created a particular campaign code uh, for our CRM system, mm -hmm. which we mm -hmm. rolled out to um, all of the salespeople who were using the sales navigator licenses. And I would be meeting with all of them um, either on a group or even on a one-to-one -one basis. And every single time, I mean, they must have grown tired of hearing it from me, but I kept saying to them, you know, if you generate a sales opportunity, when you go to, uh, you know, input that into our CRM system, please take the campaign code that I have given you uh, and drop that into the uh, uh, sort of the source field. Um, yes. At least that way, we then know um, that, uh, you know, that particular opportunity can be attributed back to using sales nav. And then more importantly, what I would do is track how that sales opportunity is progressing. And mm -hmm. if that went through to, uh, you know, to close, um, then what I would do is afterwards work with the sales rep to actually just do a very, very brief write-up on exactly what they undertook using Sales Navigator, um, how they generated that opportunity, um, mm -hmm. some of the features that, uh, that Sales Navigator has to offer that maybe they, uh, you know, they leveraged. Um, and then I would be able to share that across the business um, and, and you know, just really kind of reveal 
look, this team is having success. This is what they're doing. Um, and it was kind of like just sort of a, a, a showcase or an internal case study. But, um, you know, again, it just garnered further interest and um, uh, helped to, uh, you know, to scale the program. Great. Okay. Yep. That, that is, that's awesome. And of course, now it's a totally new day. Everything's integrated with CRM for those that are using uh, Advanced Plus. Yes. Um, so yes, so, but, but you, you got it going. And based on your experience over the years, which of Sales Navigator's features do you find that your, your sales team finds most helpful in terms of driving business? Wow. Um, I mean, there are, there are so many, um, mm. uh, I could discuss this at length. Um, I mean, a, 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 pers a personal favorite of mine, um, <laughs> which I don't think not necessarily just within Pitney Bowes, but within other organizations, <laughs> I don't think people necessarily take full advantage of as smart links. Um, yes. I just think it's a really, really clever piece of technology. Um, Having said that, though, I really think the filtering capabilities that Sales Navigator has to offer, whereby, you know, you can you can go to such a granular level of detail um, and, you know, it, it blows me away each and every time that I undertake a, a um, you know, a lead search or, or an account search on behalf of a, a sales rep. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, as I start to input the targeting criteria and I just watch the number, you know, <laughs> yes. go from, you know, like, let's say 1.2 million, um, you know, down to a far more manageable you know, 78 yeah. people or something like <laughs> that. Um, yes. So, um, you know, it's I, I think the filtering it, it, that just always grabs me. Um, and again, you know. LinkedIn are continuously evolving that and introducing new filters. Um, mm. So, you know, just to, to be able to use that and get that, that precision and that laser kind of focused, okay. um, you know, kind of approach to, uh, to identifying, you know, the exact personas that, uh, that you're looking to target. Um, that's, that's what stands out for me. Great. Yep. And that's, that's, when people are on LinkedIn, the mothership, and do a search, LinkedIn does make a point of popping up, a little pop-up that says, hey, you can get, I forget what it is, 14 additional filters if you upgrade to sales nav. Yeah. So filters are definitely a crowd favorite. Um, smart links. I think that's one that is underutilized. Do you mind talking a little bit just about how you and your team use it? We've used it in a number of ways. I mean, for those that aren't familiar with smart links, it's it's just a real clever piece of technology whereby you can pull together content. So you sort of package the content up, generate a trackable URL, trackable link, which you can then send out. Um, and obviously, you know, if someone then clicks on that link, you will get notified that uh, the uh, uh, the individual is uh, is viewing it, um, and then more importantly, you can then drill down into uh, into additional data to see 
what they've been viewing and how long they viewed it for. And if it's like a PDF, you know, that they've spent 38 seconds on page six. So obviously you can see where the interest may lay. Um, so, um, you know, we've packaged up the content. We've, we've, we've sent that out to, uh, you know, to targets. I've, you know, had multiple uses for smart links. I've, I've, I've had salespeople in the past put proposal documents together yep. um, mm -hmm. and then send out that document via smart links. Um, and that's going to help them to identify all of those individuals that are involved in the decision-making process. Um, and it's, it's, it's quite interesting, actually, when you start to see you know, apart from your sort of main contacts at the account that you've been liaising with as to all of a sudden somebody in procurement or someone in technology or someone in legal, um, you know, is uh, is viewing the uh, the proposal or the contract. Um, so, you know, we've 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 used it in 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 that way. Right. We've also used it as part of um, event marketing. So we create mm -hmm. uh, and package up a smart link presentation. We mm -hmm. take the trackable URL, but what we've then done is turned that URL into a QR code. Yes. And we've put the QR code on uh, you know, a booth panel um, and encourage individuals that are you know, coming onto the Pitney Bowes booth at whatever the, uh, the event may be, if they wanna learn more, scan the mm. QR code, um, you know, they get all of the content. And at the same time, you know, we're obviously capturing their, uh, their details. So, you know, I think there's a lot of creative ways that you can use yeah. that technology. And I agree, Stan, with what you're saying, that I think it's, it's underutilized. Um, and it's one of those, I think it's somewhat a hidden feature within sales navigator that a lot of people don't actually realize exists so yes. um maybe maybe that's something for linkedin to consider anyway um you know trying to sort of bring it to the forefront of uh, of sales navigator and make it a little more prominent yeah promoting it uh better so thank you for sharing that because we've used it for proposals and as you say not only does it allow you to gauge individual interest in specific pieces of content by viewing how long a person spends on that so you can see what's of interest to them. But as you talked about, you can also use it to help you map decision makers within an organization that you may have been totally unaware of just by seeing who it's passed to uh, because they have to open it by uh, by putting in their email. So extremely powerful. The marketing application, we've, we've used it when doing presentations, for example, and one of the two groups, and one of the first questions always is, can we get a copy of the presentation? So we put the presentation in a smart link, create a QR code, put the QR code on the first slide of the presentation, say, if you want to copy the presentation, take a picture, there you, there you are. But what you mentioned about using it for marketing is brilliant. So thank you. That's why I love doing these because every single time I get something where I can say, ah, didn't think about that. That's another way we can, we can use it. Um, 
we'll be wrapping up in a couple of minutes, but I, I also wanted to ask from, because I know things have changed from your early days when kind of you were the impetus. Now I imagine that you've got a large team, a large number of people using Sales Navigator, but I imagine when people first onboard at Pitney Bowes, some of them may not be familiar with Sales Nav or with how you would like them to use it. Is, it, is there a particular process that you use for bringing new people, new sales reps up to speed? Yeah, I mean, I've bought um, a, a, and devised a, a full onboarding process um, that really begins with, I mean, we don't even touch Sales Navigator, to be honest with you, to, uh, you know, to begin with. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it focuses, uh, and you, you probably know what I'm going to say here, Stan, anyway, but, um, you know, it focuses on the LinkedIn basics, um, mm. and, and, and more importantly, building and optimizing the individual's LinkedIn profile. Um, yeah. You know, ultimately, any kind of activity that you carry out within the platform is likely to result in someone, you know, clicking through to view your profile. So yes. you obviously need to ensure that you're positioning yourself in the right way, uh, you know, in the right context and giving out the right information. From there, um, you know, that sort of transitions into using Sales Navigator, um, taking them through uh, what I would class as being the basics um, covering off, you know, some of the core features that, uh, that the tool offers and, and, and slowly but surely building over a period of, uh, of time um, rather than just trying to obviously, uh, you know, cover off every single feature that, uh, uh, that Navigator has to offer, um, which then just simply becomes information overload. Um, yes. So I've got that onboarding process, which also ties nicely into the uh, sort of social selling or digital sales methodology that, uh, that I've devised within Pitney Bowes as well. So mm. the salespeople can see at which points along the sales process, sales navigator can play a part um, and how they can use it. Great. Okay. Okay, so it's a program and it's, as you said, it's over time because otherwise it feels like drinking from a fire hose, just sales navigator alone, let alone all the other components of a digital selling program. Yeah. So, yep, yep, totally understood. Good enough. Um, you've seen many, many changes in sales navigator. Is there anything that you would like them to do? going forward just as you know if they could do this or make it easier for us to to do something anything along those lines uh let me think yeah yeah, yeah. i mean there's a there's a few things that uh, that sort of spring to mind um you know i still work very closely with uh you know my marketing counterparts at pitney bows um, colleagues of mine on the social media team who oversee um, paid for advertising campaigns on LinkedIn. I'd love mm -hmm. to be able to see the integration between 
um, the advertising campaign manager and sales navigator. So, wow. you know, sales reps build their target lists, which we can then pull through and use as part of advertising campaigns. Um, mm. And I think that potentially might even be a consideration, consideration. that uh, uh, that LinkedIn are, uh, are thinking about. Um, in addition, um, I mean, some of my, you know, sales reps that that I work with, a lot of them use, you know, video, a lot of them use audio. I think it would be nice to see that integrated into uh, in-mail messaging. Um, mm. And then okay. being selfish here, I think the one for the one for me personally um, would be to automate uh, usage reporting. Um, so at the moment, oh, I have wow. to go in and manually uh, run a report, um, mm -hmm. and uh, um, you know then I can send that around to um, uh, to whoever needs to see it. Um, and I do have a Power BI dashboard, to be honest with you, that uh, I point people to as well. But um, I think it would just be nice for LinkedIn to be able to, let's say, on the first day of every month, automatically, you know, send me an email that's got, uh, you know, the specific reports that I need. So, you know, there they are readily available rather than me having to go in and manually uh, uh, start to download them um so there's three stan i could probably go on and on and on um but uh um i'll i'll give you those three for starters that is great that is great yes and in this age of automation especially what you you talked about the last point being able to automate reporting that shouldn't be a terribly heavy lift for them yeah yeah but listen paul i I appreciate this time. This has been awesome. Um, just, I want to thank you for the insights that you've shared because, yeah, this has been super helpful. And I know I'll be going back to listen to the recording again. Uh, are there any final thoughts? Because I know it's, it's evening time there for you. So I want to be respectful of your time. Final thoughts. All I would say is, you know, anyone who is considering Sales Navigator, um, you know, I think it's 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 the core tool for any salesperson's toolkit. Um, and I think a lot of my sales reps, you know, that I work with, they'd be lost without it. So um, mm. it's it's definitely, definitely worth looking into. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that, uh, you know, if if people do utilize it and leverage it on a daily basis, even if it's for just a few minutes a day, um, mm -hmm. you, uh, you will see the results. So, um, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, good. Paul, once again, thank you so much. If, if now I'll put this out here and, and you decide, uh, if people would like to uh, follow up learn more about you, learn more about Pitney Bowes, what would you suggest is the best way for them to contact you? Best thing to do is uh, uh, find me on LinkedIn, send me a connection request. Um, you know, I'm more than happy to, uh, to connect with anyone. And uh, of course, if anyone does have additional questions, then feel free to message me. Perfect. Great. Yep. And, and 
please send Paul a personalized invitation. Uh, if you'd mentioned you've heard him here on the Sales Navigator Insights podcast, uh, that's great. But Paul, thank you for making that available. You're welcome. Thank you, Stan. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for listening. And join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, and social selling.